Well, praise the Lord and welcome to our Romans Bible study. It's Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time here on the 23rd day of April in 2020. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. Glad you're here with us today. Again, it's Romans chapter 10. Today will be part 6. And we're just digging on in, finding more of the wondrous treasures of God's truth in His Word where we can learn the way of His Word, the truth of His Word, the, the, the treasures that are located there. God has hidden His the truth of His Word, not from His people, but for His people. And I'm excited today to know that very thing. God's not hidden His Word from us, but it's hidden for us, the treasures of His Word, that is. Anybody can pick up a Bible and, and read it, and if they, if they finally get to the part about Jesus, they can be saved. And, and uh, they, then they can learn the Word of God as it is in truth. That means in the context of Jesus Christ and what He did at Calvary for all humanity. Again, uh, today we are in Romans chapter 10. Now, just in an, an, a quick announcement before we dig in this morning, I'm trying something new this morning. Uh, if you have a smartphone uh, or on a PC, you can get this app called uh, uh, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Not speaker, but Spreaker. And my channel on that uh, Spreaker app is for those who have ears to hear. You can also find me on podcast, the podcast app. Uh, that channel for those who have ears to hear or you can type my name in Curtis Hutchinson and find us there and right now this morning uh, we're uh, doing live on Spreaker through my for those who have ears to hear channel so usually I just record it and then upload it there later and you can go and listen to the audio uh, but this morning we're doing it live. So let's dig right in this morning to Romans chapter 10. I, I pray the Lord give us wisdom today, strengthen us. I pray uh, that the Lord give us the very light of Christ who is our light in the Word of God this morning as we need direction, instruction in His righteousness. We, we need correction many times and uh, we need uh, just personal instruction, each one of us. And, and God has given us that through giving us His Word, giving us His Spirit, and now teaching us the truth of His Word that we might walk in the power of God. Hallelujah. So, uh, here in chapter 10 of Romans, uh, verse 8 says, But what says it? And, he, and the question is about what is the righteousness of faith speaking? As you go back and listen to our other sessions, if you miss them, you will see that uh, Moses described the law as if you do the things of the law, you shall live. And we've understood because of what the Bible tells us, nobody can do the things of the law perfectly. And if you can't do them perfectly, you can't live. Because if you know, the wages of sin is death. So the, the Moses spoke of those things concerning the law. He that does them lives by the law. He that does the law shall live by the law. But no man's been able to. So then... In verse 6, the righteousness which is of faith speaks. And here in verse 8, it's going to tell us what the righteousness of faith speaks, which of course the righteousness of faith is the righteousness of the faith 
of Jesus Christ. The righteousness that's of God through faith, the faith of Jesus Christ, His righteous work at Calvary. Never get away from that, my friend. So he says here in verse 8, but what says it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now think about this. And we, if, you, if you missed the last session, please go back and listen to it because Paul is referring to the very scriptures quoted in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy by Moses. You need to go look at that. That's where he's pulling from to say what he's saying here with a greater, brighter light that even shines on what was a type and shadow and that which was to come in the Old Covenant. He has come and now Paul is using scriptures but to bring forth the fullness of the light in the face of Jesus Christ in his work at Calvary. So watch this. What says it? He says, the word is near you. You've been given the gospel. You've had the gospel preached to you. It's even in your mouth. If you'll believe it in your heart, you can declare it with your mouth. And in your heart, that is the word of faith which we speak. But the word of faith that you'll find on YouTube and the word of faith that you'll find on Google, the word of faith that you'll find in most what's called word of faith ministries today is not the word of faith that Paul preached. It's a different word of faith. It's the word that you speak. And I've been in this. I know. I know the deception that's there. These, these people uh, believe uh, that one of the, min the main ministry today is called the believer's voice of victory. I'm not going to call the name. Just go look it up. The believer's voice of victory. Listen, your voice is not the victory. Glory. I'm glad I know that today. My vo what I speak is what I'm doing. I can't save myself. I can't have victory by anything I do. You see the deception, the subtle and easy moving away, changing what the Bible calls the word of faith to something the devil wants you to believe is the word of faith because the devil wants you to think you can save yourself, you can deliver yourself, you can transform yourself. Remember the New Testament, Paul writes to the church in Corinth and says that Satan's ministers transform themselves. Any, Satan is behind all self-transformational ministry. Jesus and the Holy Spirit is behind the work of redemption where they are conform. He is conforming us into the very image of who he is and what he did at Calvary because you and I are being made conformable not to the resurrection. We're going to attain that one day, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 3. But today, right now, Christians are being made conformable unto the death of Jesus Christ. I don't want to get into that too deep, but let's stay here and see this now. He's telling them, the word of faith, listen, it's right here. You've had the gospel preached because the word of faith is the word of the faith of Jesus Christ, what he did by grace through faith at Calvary. Hallelujah. It's the only avenue of righteousness initially or daily. The only avenue of fruits of righteousness. Hallelujah. You need to get that. You need to know that. If you know this and you follow the preaching and the teaching of righteousness, you will find yourself delivered from the false teachings of the word of faith. 
Think about that. And, and let's go back to what I mentioned, the believer's voice of victory. And they teach that. I was in that, that you speak the word and you're the prophet of your own life. And I understand the Bible says that your words are powerful. Think about that, that the tongue is the power of life and death. You better get that, but you better get that right. You better get that right. The tongue that refuses to speak the gospel is a tongue that, that issues deceit and deception and results in death, separation from what God is trying to do in a person's life. The tongue that, that speaks life because the tongue has the power of life and death. But the tongue that speaks this word of faith that Paul preached, the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that Jesus is Lord. In the believer's voice of victory ministry, they even say on every broadcast, Jesus is Lord, but they have another Jesus. They don't have our Jesus. They have a different faith than we have. Yeah, and I'm not getting into all that, uh, but those of you who follow this ministry, you know we share what Paul shared. And Paul said there's other Jesuses, other Gospels, other spirits, and that's what all that is. Your voice is not your victory. You're not the prophet of your own life. Yes, your words are powerful. You can talk yourself right out of, of the will of God. You can do it right in your head, and then your tongue begins to flop around saying those dumb things. The word of faith that Paul preaches, watch this, is this, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and we'll see something about the only avenue that makes him Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Why do you have, you have to believe that Jesus was raised from the dead to be saved? You have to believe that. Well, I thought all I had to do was trust in what he did at Calvary for my sin issue. Yes, absolutely. But if you don't believe God, if you refuse the truth that Jesus was raised from the dead, then you're really not trusting in the work at Calvary. You can't. You can't trust in the cross unless you also believe God raised him from the dead. Why do I have to believe that? Because if he wasn't raised from the dead, my friends, we're still guilty. You're still guilty of your sin. Jesus was allowed to be resurrected, had the power, he said in John 10, 18, to raise himself up from the dead. Another place in Scripture calls it him being raised, resurrected by the glory of the Father so you can equate the obedience Obedience Jesus exhibited by grace through faith and the commandment he had of his Father equates that to being raised by the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. So you and I, when we walk in resurrection power today through faith in what Jesus did at Calvary, you're experiencing the glory of the Father because Jesus taught in John 15 that where there is fruit and that fruit remains, that is glorifying to the Father because it's the fruit of the Spirit, which is the fruit of what Christ did, which is the fruit of what the Father commanded Christ to do. Hallelujah. It always goes back to God being glorified. Praise God. So you have to believe Jesus was raised from the dead. If you don't believe that, you don't believe he died for your sins because you, your sins are still not forgiven if Jesus didn't raise from the dead. All sin. If there would have been one sin that was so big and so bad, God couldn't forgive it Jesus could have not been raised from the dead. But the Bible says Jesus tasted death for all men. That means all men's sin. 
Jesus was the price for sin. The wages of sin is death. Jesus came and died that death that we deserved and reconciled us to God through that life he laid down. That's the best news you'll ever hear. So watch this. Because this is what the righteousness of faith is speaking. Not the righteousness and see how the devil will turn this around to make you think that you have to work your way and do things. And that move, listen, there are works, but they're all in Christ. They're not outside of Christ to work your way into Christ. And even once you're in Christ, you must walk in Christ to experience the works that you're ordained to walk in. And really, it's all the works of Christ by His Spirit once you're born again. It's still not you confessing and you building and you speaking for victory because if you're trying to get victory through any avenue that you're doing something, You won't get it. You may even think you have it. But God didn't give it to you. God gives victory only through faith in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm glad to know that today. So uh, this righteousness of faith. Listen, this is what the word of faith is. It's the word of the righteousness which is of faith. It's the word of faith which brings righteousness. And that's not what we do, not for initial status. I'm righteous in Christ because of what I did. Negative. I'm a servant of righteousness because of what I do. Negative. I can have the fruits of righteousness now because of what I do. Negative. It must always be the Holy Spirit working in me and through me to bring forth the, 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 the experience of me serving righteousness and me bearing forth the fruits of righteousness. And the Holy Spirit, and I said this last night, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, is also the Spirit of grace. And as He uh, teaches me, shows me the truth, when I surrender, which means have faith in, trust the truth, the Word of God and the person and the work of Jesus Christ to the point of surrender, which proves to God my faith is in the only place I can surrender, Calvary. The surrender of Christ is is the surrender I must manifest to God through faith in what He did, His surrender unto death at Calvary. And when that takes place, the Holy Spirit of truth can show me, guide me, into truth, and while he's guiding me into truth, he's operating as his other name, the Spirit of Grace, because grace is God working in my life, applying the truth, applying the truth as I'm learning, being led by the Spirit into all truth. Get that. Don't forget it. Write it down. Look at it when you write it down. Come on now. Learn to study the Word. Do you understand that when you write down, I'll challenge you today. Write down a scripture with your hand. Write it down. Look at it. Read it five or six times and and watch what happens. This is studying. This is a part of meditating. Uh, Now, we can't put our faith in doing that, but we can position ourselves in prayer, going to church, the study of the Word. And Because when you write something down, the statistics say, and I believe it, I've experienced it for years. When you take notes, when you write something down, that's like reading it 11 times. 
And I want that. I want to write a scripture down if, if it's like reading it 11 times. That means it's, it's going to be in me more. It's going to be in my mind easier for me to remember and see. And also, how can the Holy Spirit bring a scripture to remembrance that you've never known? You need to study the Word so the Holy Spirit can teach you the Word. And then when you get in certain predicaments, He can remind you of the Word. Hallelujah. That's what we need. That's why the Lord told us to study the Word. Now watch this. So what says this righteousness which is of faith, speaking which is the Word of faith, Paul preached. When Paul's preaching, he said he's determined to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified because he wants men's faith to stand not in the knowledge of men, the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Think about that, which is the preaching of the cross. So what is this righteousness of faith saying, which is the word of faith that Paul preached. It's saying that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It doesn't say it might work for somebody. God might honor some. No, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved from your sin. It doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter if everything uh, doesn't just all, all of a sudden just fall off of you. That's when everything begins for you. That's when God moves in and goes to work. Watch this. Because, verse 10, because with the heart... And see, he, he quotes verse 9. He pulls it out. The reason he talks about confessing first and then believing with a heart is because he's pulling from Deuteronomy. Go back and listen to the last session if you missed it. Verse 10, he's getting down to the critical necessity, the critical requirement, the place where it has to all begin. It does not begin with the tongue because faith cannot come by the tongue. Remember, he just said it. He says in, in, in verses uh, 6, But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise, Don't say in your heart who shall ascend into heaven. See, it ain't about what you say. It ain't about what you say. That is to bring Christ down from above. Verse 7, And don't say who shall descend into the deep. That is to bring Christ up again from the dead. Because it's not about what you say. It's about what you believe in your heart. Watch now, verse 10. For with the heart, that's not talking about this thing pumping our blood today, my friends. The heart is your soul and spirit, which are to combined. They're different, but they're so together they can't be pulled apart. The soul and the spirit of man is the heart of man. That's why with the heart of who you are, if you believe unto righteousness, righteousness is the work of the cross. I've been sharing it. Let's get it out again this morning on the table so that you can eat and have a great meal again today. In Isaiah 32, 17, the Bible says, The work of righteousness is peace. And the New Testament, the New Covenant writing in Colossians 1 and 20 says that he made our peace by the blood of his cross, his death. The death of Jesus is the work, the work of righteousness. 
that brings peace. The peace of God, the peace with God, the peace you need in the world we live in today that the, only the Holy Spirit can minister to those who are experiencing the very place of serving righteousness they were given at the born-again experience. Please study Romans chapter 6. When you placed your faith in that form of doctrine that freed you from sin... At the same time, God made you a servant of righteousness. And the only way that you can continue to serve righteousness is if you maintain your faith in that which made you a servant of righteousness. When we move our faith from the cross to something we do, and it's as subtle and deceptive as me doing something wrong on Friday and then me thinking on Monday I can do good to cover that up. Here I am back to thinking that my works are covering up my sin, my goods covering up my back. That can be so subtle and deceptive and we fall into that just because of the makeup of our flesh and the fall into sin way back in the Garden of Eden. But you need to remember this. It's with the heart of who you are. That lip service not going to get you anything. Remember, faith doesn't come by what we speak. Faith comes by what we hear. And that means we believe it in the heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That happened at the born-again experience when you, with the heart of who you are, because it's the soul of man that's lost eternally or, or finds life, is saved. Think about that. The Bible talks about that. So it's with the heart that man believes under righteousness. That means unto the work Jesus did at Calvary. Just remember the first time you believed that with the heart, you were given the measure of faith. And that measure of faith empowered you. And by, by that faith you were given, right out of the faith that Jesus died for you through, you confessed Jesus is Lord. I believe God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. You might not have understood it like you understand it today. You, you still may not understand it very well. But if you believe it in your heart, you, what you're believing was unto the work of righteousness that Jesus did. And the only avenue of the fruits of righteousness, get this, go back and listen to my Romans chapter 6 teaching or get Brother Swaggart's Roman chap Romans commentary or get yourself an expositor study Bible that Brother Jimmy Swaggart put out. These are truths, golden truths of power and strength and peace found in these avenues. I'm telling you, it's, that's why it's not all about Brother Curtis and his... Listen, man... We have, we have listened to that ministry and other ministries preaching these truths of God's Word now. We're edified, exhorted, challenged, and receiving the meat from those who have been able to come back to faith and grace. I no longer listen to folks who, who are just slapping their Bibles, running around, putting on a show. Uh, you know, I, you can watch a thousand videos uh, in a week of ministers who are just putting on a show. But God wants to show His righteousness, which can only be seen through the truth, which is the gospel. Proverbs 12, 17, Romans 1, 16 and 17, righteously divide that, my friends, and find the gold mine you've been looking for. And when you do, though, 
You're going to have to get up and get out and get away from all that. Don't care how long mom and daddy and grandmom and granddaddy's been there. I don't care how long you've called that your church. We're so wrapped up in buildings and property and some uh, sentimental things about our, 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 our daddies and granddaddies who've gone before us. We need to get in the truth and let the Holy Spirit of truth and grace move us. Hallelujah. Instead of allowing uh, the, our sentimental values for our families who, who have been before us to keep us bound and paralyzed from following Christ into the truths of His Word. Glory to God, that was a mouthful. And there's a lot of people that need to be hearing that mouthful today. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, unto the salvation that's already taken place in your heart. Because when the heart believes unto righteousness, that means the heart's believing in the work Christ did at Calvary. God has saved your soul before you ever declare it. God has saved your soul before you ever get in a water baptism tank. There are millions of people today who are preaching you're not saved or going to heaven if you're not water baptized. It's all because they don't understand the true immersion. When the Bible says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, that's talking about what happened at salvation, my friend. That's, what, that's all talking about one, one Jesus, one Lord, one faith, His faith that we have the righteousness of God through and that measure of faith you've been given because you trusted in His faith and what He did by grace through faith in His work of righteousness, hallelujah, and then the works take place because you're in Christ at that point. You don't work your way into Christ. If you think you do, you're listening to that. You're not listening to the spirit of the law. You're listening to someone preach the letter of the law, the bondages of the law, the very death of the law, because you can't work your way into salvation. Jesus did that work of righteousness, and you have to be righteous. And when you're made righteous through your faith in the blood of Jesus, which is you believing with the heart, unto His righteous work that gives you peace with God, not what you do that gives you peace with God. You're saved. You being declared righteous by God is your salvation. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 1, that the like precious faith that we've received, Peter said, we've received it through the righteousness of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That means the work of righteousness he did. Hallelujah. You've got to believe this, my friend. If you don't believe this, if you stick with you've got to do something to be saved, if you stick with that, you won't be at the judgment seat of Christ. I don't care what you believe about the cross. If you believe that wasn't enough and you have to add to it, you're telling God with your heart that the work of righteousness wasn't good enough, that I have to add what I do also, you will be at the great white throne judgment declaring to God what you did. See, the great white throne judgment is for all those who were lost. I call it the judgment of the didn't Didn't I get water baptized to get in? Didn't I do many wonderful works in your name? 
name. Didn't I prophesy? Didn't I cast out devils all in your name? It, it's, it's, it's the judgment of the didn't I's, but the, the judgment seat of Christ is the thank you, Jesus. You did it all. You, you created all things. You, you redeemed all things that will be redeemed. And today we're with you and our entrance into the kingdom is by your work of righteousness. And I simply believed it with the heart. Hallelujah. Yes, I was water baptized. Yes, I confessed it with my mouth, but I was already saved. Hallelujah. You know why? You, glory to God, I was saved I, when I believed with my heart unto righteousness. Unto righteousness means God declared me righteous. I didn't have to go get water baptized. What if I would have died? What if somebody would have ran over me and killed me or I'd have had a heart attack and died before I got in the water tank? And I've had, I've had people from those denominations, those bound, paralyzed folks that don't really know God tell me those kind of things don't happen. Those kind of things don't happen. Guy told me one time, I said, what about the soldier out on the battlefield? He's heard the gospel. He's rejected it, but he's been shot. He's got his legs blown off. He thinks, oh, man, I might die now. I mean, I, I need the Lord. I, I need the Lord. I, Lord, I'm a sinner. And the guy told me, he said, those things don't happen. Let me tell you something. Those things do happen. They, I don't know about today, but they used to give the gospel to the soldiers before they went out on the battlefield. They wanted them to be right with God in case something happened. Let me, those things do happen. And all you have to do is believe. It ain't about what you say, my friend. That comes after the most and critical required thing, the believing with the heart of who you are. That's why really out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when you believed under righteousness with the heart, God filled you with himself. He filled you with his righteousness and the mouth will speak. I'm saved by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what the righteousness of faith speaks. This is the word of faith which we preach and I hope that you're being blessed, edified, encouraged and becoming more and more equipped for the work of the ministry first and foremost the work of the Holy Spirit in and through your life. And then the Holy Spirit working through you, the work of the ministry, your specific calling unto God. We've made that the preeminent thing about being equipped for the work of the ministry, but we got to always look and see initially the work of the ministry. If I don't know how the Holy Spirit works through faith in the righteous work of Christ at Calvary alone, that's the legal avenue he's allowed to function in my life through. Save me by, lead me in, and work in me and through me through. If I don't know that, it won't matter what I think I'm called to do because I'm going to mess it all up. 99% of all ministers today are messing it all up. They don't like to know that. They don't like to think that because they've worked hard for what they've got. They learned all this psychological way to control the congregation and to hold the congregation instead of just presenting the word of faith, the message of the cross, the gospel of Jesus Christ and Him crucified so the Holy Spirit can take control of the people of God. Hallelujah. Good to be learning these things today. Glad you've joined us. Join us 
every day of the week now, Mondays and Thursdays, 8.30 a.m., our Romans teaching, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, while this corona thing's going on, I'm coming into the office and we're traveling through Psalms 119. Very, very good, very meaty. And we need that and also Friday mornings in the morning at 9 a.m., uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Fridays are at 9 a.m. Friday mornings, we're teaching 1 Timothy. Join us live online, Pastor Curtis, Facebook page, the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and find us on the Spreaker app. Uh, my channel, for those who have ears to hear, it's only audio, but you can listen there. And our church, Crossway Church, has a church app. Avail yourself to these things. You can listen to us going down the road. And we're just praising God for all these avenues He's given us to get the truth of His Word out to you. So don't forget to pray for us. Don't forget to sow into this good ground through which you're learning. You can give at thecrosswaychurch.com. You can also give by pulling out your smartphone right now and, and texting to 903-231-5950. God bless you. We love you. And until next time, Stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you then.